it is very, very important that you keep yourself motivated, stay motivated so that you can be able to be the best, amazing small business leader possible. So I am going to give you three quick ways that you can stay and keep motivated every single week. These are going to be powerful, motivational tools to put in your toolbox to help you stay and keep motivated every single week. Let's jump into it. Productivity does not have to be complicated. Hi, my name is Amber Davis, and I am a productivity coach who helps leaders and entrepreneurs get more done in less time with an all small approach to productivity. Welcome to the All Small Productivity Podcast. Let's go small for big productivity. Hi, this is Amber, your productivity coach, and I am so excited to be able to share this tip today with you about staying and keeping motivated. So we are going to jump into three ways that quick ways that you can stay and keep motivated as a small business leader and just really grow. And this is for really any leaders, any person um, to want to stay motivated and keep motivated. But first, I want to share with you a, a way that you can be able to keep motivated specifically in five areas of your life with a free workshop that I have on my website called allsmalltraining.com. So go to allsmalltraining.com. All small training is an approach on how you get more done in less time, how you can be able to shrink down what you need to accomplish so that you can go small for big productivity. And I give you five different areas to go small in, home, office, health and wellness, finances, and actually even your faith, growing your faith. So these five areas, it's a quick free workshop, allsmalltraining.com, check it out, go there. And um, then once you get the workshop, then you are a subscriber to my all small training weekly tips that I send out every Sunday. I send out a weekly tip so that you can be able to grow in getting more done in less time. And you can go small for big productivity. And what I'm going to share today, actually, I shared a few weeks back with my subscribers. So a lot of times I share with my subscribers first before I even share on this podcast. And so that's incentive to be able to get some quick tips and be the first to know. So today I want to start, that was kind of a quick squeaky, squeaky sound. All right. Today I am going to share with you three tips, three quick tips about how to be able to motivate yourself and keep yourself motivated. And I call it the high five approach. So imagine the word five and five spells friendly inspiring, valuable encouragement. So friendly, inspiring, valuable encouragement. Give yourself a high five, even though there's only four letters in the word five. Friendly, inspiring, valuable encouragement. So hopefully that will help you remember that you need to be friendly to yourself. You need to be friendly to others and give high fives away. Encourage other people. This specific podcast is going to be about how to encourage yourself, but 
I truly believe I did 43 episodes of the Be Encouraged Today podcast, which is a podcast that I shared tips about how to encourage yourself, how to be able to motivate yourself, inspire yourself. We heard inspiring stories from other Christian business owners and leaders. So check out all those. It's really on the same podcast, but it's one through 43. You can hear all kinds of great uh, inspirational stories from all kinds of different inspirational people on there and then tips for me as well. But I shared this tip and I want to share it again in this context of small business leaders to give yourself a high five. It's really important that you encourage yourself because at the end of the day that you may not get encouragement. You may go the whole day long and not hear one encouraging word from anybody Maybe you live alone. Maybe it is that your spouse is out of town or your kids are grown or they're little and they're not encouraging you because they're just, you know, when they're little, they're like, give me, give me, give me. (laughs) And so um, I just want to give you encouragement and want to teach you how to encourage yourself as a leader. And as a leader, a lot, a lot of times, you know, think about the image of that fish swimming and you've got the whole school behind them. And as a leader, you're out here and you may not have peers to encourage you. For a number of years, I didn't have any peers to encourage me. Uh, A little bit about my background. Uh, As you know, some of you know this already, but I worked in training and development for 10 years. And as a productivity, uh, a corporate trainer and a productivity consultant, internal consultant for three major companies. So the first three years that I worked for one of the companies as a restaurant corporate trainer, and I supervised restaurant openings and traveled, I just traveled for three years. I didn't have a home. I didn't have a car. I just traveled. The company paid for all my travel and uh, got me around through airplanes and rental cars. And then I worked nine weeks on one week off and that off week, I would fly and spend time with friends or family. And I was really in all sense of the word alone, as far as leadership was concerned, because there was seven of us and we divided the whole world among the seven of us into different territories that we would open these restaurants because we were doing a massive expansion for this really big company that I worked for. And when we did that, we're opening all of these stores. The seven of us never really got together because we're all just opening our own markets and we're leading our own markets. So there's no peer to peer, right? The only peers that I had were phone calls or conference calls that, and then two times in three years, we all got together at the home office and actually met only twice in two years did that happened. And this was before Zoom calls and all that. So we do conference calls. But in that life, it can be really lonely and you're not you know, getting all of that encouragement. In fact, you could be very discouraged because you do not have those people to bounce ideas off of or to, you know, share your, your troubles with, because 
everybody's looking to you for the answer. So anyway, so out of that time period in my life, there's um, several times, several things that I started doing on a regular basis. And I want to share with you three of those things. Uh, one thing that I started doing that really helped to encourage me, and I do all of these things still. And um, I did some of these things before, but I really honed it during this time that I was traveling and by myself. I start each day speaking positive words over myself. Um, at that time, I spoke some scriptures over myself, but later I started speaking more like scriptures as I started developing my relationship with the Lord. But at that time, just speaking things like I'd wake up and say, I'm going to do great today. This is going to be a great day today. I, um, I can do this. I was made to do this. I was born to do this. Somebody believed in me to put me in this position. And I would just be walking around my hotel room as I was ironing, as I was getting ready. I would just speak these things. I'm a great speaker. I can speak well today. And then over time, I started replacing those things with some scripture. So I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me is something that I would speak uh, Philippians 4.13. And I would speak um, Hebrews 13.16, which is one of my favorite scriptures. And it's one of my life scriptures is that I do not forget to do good and share with others for with such sacrifices, God is pleased. So God, this I may be sacrificing myself today, maybe do something that I don't want to do, but I have great communication because the word share in Hebrews 13, 16 means communication in the Greek and I can share properly. And I would just constantly be encouraging myself in speaking over myself, positive words, taking out the negative. Oh man, I don't feel good. I can't do this today. And you know, we just have those negative talks with ourselves. So the first tip again is to give yourself friendly, inspiring, valuable encouragement by speaking. Whoa, I just pulled my hair. Speaking good words over yourself, positive words that are going to inspire you. And scripture is a great way to do that, to get spot positive um, scriptures, but speak positive life giving words over yourself. And it can really, really make all the difference in the world. And in doing so, just look around of what you're thankful for. Maybe in your business, maybe you are struggling financially. Maybe it is that, you know, we're walking through what some believe is a recession, you know, based on technically there's terms that, you know, that are out there that are putting our time period in America in a recession. If that stresses you out, speak positive words over that, that God does supply all of your needs and that, Jeremiah 29, 11, that he knows the plans that he has for you to prosper you and not to harm you. And I like to put those in first person, like God knows the plans that he has for me to prosper me and not to harm me, to give me hope and a future. I have a hope and a future. And you speak those words over yourself. It's very important. We've told our kids from the get-go, from the time they were little, your words have power. They can either have power for good or they can have power for bad. But if you're not speaking at all, then you're living in a void and all you're hearing are the thoughts in your head. And typically the thoughts in our head are going to be negative. 
And so you've got to combat that negativity by speaking positive thoughts, speak positive words of encouragement to yourself. So that's the first thing, speak positive words. Another thing that's really important is to give yourself gifts, make yourself smile, encourage yourself with some gifts. And again, all these apply to other people. You can give positive encouragement to other people through your words, of course, and you can give gifts to other people, of course, but I am talking specifically about encouraging yourself because I truly believe that if you can be encouraged, then you can encourage others. And then it's just a cycle that perpetuates itself. So encourage other people. And so this is something that I did even when I was in college, I started doing this. And I remember like, I was really tight. I mean, I worked two jobs, putting myself through college. I went to college on a a um, theater scholarship and a vocal minor scholarship. So I had a theater scholarship and a vocal scholarship. And later I turned that into communications, organizational communications, of course, right? Uh, But I did uh, theater and then vocal music. But having that scholarship, I still, I went out of state. I went to a theater school And while I was at that school, I still had to pay for my room and board and all the things. And I had to support myself financially because I just, you know, my parents did the best that they could, but I had to, to take care of myself. So I worked two jobs and it was really tight. I ate a lot of, this is crazy, but potato sandwiches, sandwiches. I don't know if you've ever had that. (laughs) Of course you haven't because, uh, well, maybe you have, I don't know, but it's just, it's made up. It's like I had potatoes and I would make potatoes in the microwave and then I would smash them down and put bread on top of them, put a little butter in between and I would eat them because I didn't have any money to eat a lot of food. So one of my meals would usually be that. But so what I would do is when I would get tips, when I, when I waited tables, I would take like $5 and I would hide it somewhere. I would hide it in my sock drawer. I would hide it in shoes. I would hide it in my glove compartment. And every time that I got you know, finished with my shift, I would take money and hide it. I would hide a dollar bill here, $5 bill here, sometimes a $10 bill. And I would hide this money and I would forget about it with all the working two jobs and put myself through school. I'd forget about it. And I would be, you know, getting ready for work one day and I would pull like pull a sock out of my sock drawer and find a $10 bill. And I would be so excited. I mean, who's not excited to find a $10 bill in their sock drawer, right? Or I would be driving and going on a road trip back home, maybe to visit my family. And I would, oh, and I would open up the glove compartment. I find a $10 bill. I was like, oh, thank you. I have a $10 bill. Oh, that's going to help so much. I can actually get something to eat. And it's amazing because I would forget that I would do this. I would hide it, but I did this on a regular basis. So I just would surprise myself. And it was so fun because I would hide this money and find it. This seems silly, but it actually was so motivating to me because it was like just a little gift to myself that I would hide money. And as a struggling, really anybody, anybody as a, as a 30 year old, as a 40 year old, as a 60 year old person, who doesn't want to find a $10 bill in their glove compartment? Now, I say all that, maybe don't keep it in your glove compartment because people will start breaking into people's cars. 
but do things, do little things, write yourself little notes of encouragement and hide them in your sock drawer, hide them, put some candy. Like if you get some candy or something, not chocolate and melt, but you know, put little things, um, places and you're like, Amber, that's crazy. Why would you do that? That's so crazy. Anything, anything, get radical about encouraging yourself so that you can stay motivated and keep motivated. Okay. Here's number three. All right. Number three, is a system to receive encouragement. Have a system for you to receive encouragement. So here is one of my systems for receiving encouragement. I call and leave voice messages for myself. And now I text myself, but for years I have called myself. I call myself and I text myself on a regular basis to encourage myself. I even have written myself letters and mailed them to myself. Now, let me tell you a story, a true story that this really happened. All right. So when I was working for that restaurant and I would travel from city to city, I mean, I would go from San Francisco to Ohio, to Florida, to New York. I mean, I was just flying all over the place. So what I would do is I would find out from my coordinator where I was going to go next. She would give me the address, the hotel that she had coordinated for me. And I would, let's say if I was in San Francisco, I would write myself a letter and I would mail it to the hotel that I knew I was going to be going to in like a week. And then what I would do is I would, you know, be working long hours. Sometimes we work, you know, when you're open in restaurants, um, it could be like 17 hour days, but I would leave that city get on the airplane, fly somewhere. And then I would get there and I would get a letter, you know, I'd check into the hotel. And one time I flew to, I think it was New Jersey and I flew to New Jersey, West Hampton, New Jersey. I opened a restaurant there. I get to the hotel room or get to the hotel. I'm checking in. It's kind of late. And this lady that's, you know, at the registration, you know, she's, um, not registration, but she's at the front desk. She was like, are you, you know, Amber? Um, and she said my main name and she's like, do you, you have a letter here? And I was like, oh, I do. I have a letter. And I was like, oh, that's wonderful. I said, I just traveled all this way and I got a letter and I grabbed knowing full well that it was from me. I was like, oh yeah, I I sent myself a letter. So I grabbed the letter and I read it and I'm giggling and just laughing at myself because I sent a letter to myself from, like some other city. And there was a lady that was right behind me. And she said, Oh my goodness. Did somebody, cause she knew, cause I had said that I was just traveling on business. She said, somebody mailed you a letter that, you, that you're traveling on business. How sweet is that? And I said, well, actually I mailed it to myself. And I told her my whole story about how I mailed myself letters to encourage myself. And she goes, Oh my goodness. That's crazy. That you do this? And I said, yeah. And then we had this whole cool conversation. It turned into that. She started sharing with me that she needed, she was, she had been laid off from work and she was looking for work and she needed to work, um, to make some ends meet and that she had waited tables a while back. And I said, well, I was opening a restaurant here. Said, come by the restaurant tomorrow, you know, here, you know, here's the address. She came by the restaurant. She got hired. I trained her, you know, for the next couple of weeks, got to spend time with her. She got hired all from me getting a letter and starting this, sparking this conversation. Now, 
I'm not saying that you writing yourself a letter to yourself to encourage you is going to get somebody a job, but it got that lady a job. So there you go. So not only was I encouraged, she was encouraged. It was awesome. It was so fun. So take that into today's day and age, because that was a while back where, you know, texting yourself wasn't really a thing. And that kind of dates me, but it's like you barely text yourself like on these little beeper things. But now you can text yourself. I text myself while I'm jogging. If an idea comes into my head, I text myself. I text myself. Um, I call myself if I know that I am going to, let's say I have a big win. I go and do a public speaking event or I have a big win at my business or I'm doing something that's, that really was um, astounding and I had a great day and got a lot accomplished. I'll call and leave myself a voice message. You did such a great job today. This was a, a big win. Just know you may not have a big win today. You may have a day that's more challenging, but you have a big win coming. Just like the win that I had today, that win is coming to you soon. And so what happens with that is that you call yourself and text yourself encouragement. And then when you have a day that's not so good, you can go back and listen to those messages to yourself, or that could be the day that you pick it up. Now, here's the system part, because I talked about a system to receive encouragement. So that here's the system is that every Sunday I meet with myself and I is my number one tip to meet with myself, check out on the podcast. I believe that it's episode 45. I think, I think it's episode. I think it was the last episode, episode 45, check it out about how to meet with yourself. The importance of meeting with yourself is so powerful. My number one productivity tip is to meet with yourself on Sunday. Every Sunday I meet with myself. And when I meet with myself, I, I, sometimes I do it on Mondays because Mondays are my day off, but I tell people to meet with themselves on Sunday because typically that's when people's day off is before their Monday work week. Just to clarify, just want to make sure that I have a good integrity and tell you that sometimes I do it on Monday because that's my day off. But simple Sunday planning, what you do is then any messages that you, you sent to yourself, any text messages, any messages that you've sent to yourself along with your to-do, and there's other things that you do in this Sunday meeting. But one thing is, is that you look at all of those messages, you listen to them, you look at your text. So you already have a system in place to listen to those messages. So instead of just listening to your message, like you leave yourself a message and you know that you're never going to hear this message, what's the point in doing that? But if you have a system in place that every Sunday, you're going to listen to any messages that you sent to yourself and that you're going to read, you're going to read any text that you texted to yourself then that's a system. So not only do I leave text and voice messages of encouragement, but I also leave text and voice messages with ideas. Like if, I, if I'm jogging and I have an idea that comes to my head about, oh, you know, that would be a great idea for this in my business or ministry or my home organization, whatever it may be, I text or call myself that time. If I'm sitting in the church and I'm listening to church and I'm taking notes as my pastor is preaching, then, oh, I and a great idea just popped in my head. I'll text it to myself real quick so I don't lose it. So I, do, I don't lose that idea. Sometimes people will put them in notes and that's great too. That's great for 
for uh, putting longer messages. I highly recommend using the notes app. I love it. I use it all the time. I'm probably going to do a podcast on just how I use the notes app alone because it's really powerful and it would take too long to explain here. But as far as just a quick little message, read your notes app, you know, with the idea that you had for a podcast or Amber, um, don't forget to send that birthday message to da 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 whoever. So anytime that you have an idea pop into your head that's quick like that, text yourself as a reminder, text voicemail yourself. So there's three tips on how to give yourself a high five. Remember, friendly, inspiring, valuable encouragement because you deserve it. You need to be encouraged so you can encourage others so that you can keep going after the plans that God has for you and your small business can thrive because you're a leader. And this is just a small way that you can go big for your productivity, huge, huge productivity. When you can do these three things, give yourself words of encouragement, buy yourself gifts or hide money for yourself. Do something special for yourself, little special gifts to encourage you. And then also to text and voice message yourself and have a system that on Sunday, you're going to listen to those messages. So there's three, three ways to give yourself a high five to encourage yourself because you need to, you need to keep encouraged. You need to be encouraged so that you can keep going after whatever it is that God has called you to do specifically in your small business, because as a business leader, that it is so important, no matter if you, maybe you're the only person, maybe you're a solopreneur, right? You're just, it's just you doing something to bring money in for your family or you. Maybe it is that you have a team of people that have employees that work for you. Maybe your business is a ministry and you have volunteers or other people that help you, but you're a leader and you need to be encouraged as a leader. And the way to do that is go small. It's in those small things, like giving yourself encouragement, giving yourself speaking life over your your business, over what you are doing in your life, speaking positive scripture, positive words of encouragement to yourself, giving yourself a gift to motivate yourself to keep going. Those are small little things that you could do that don't cost you hardly anything, just a dollar, $5, $10, little something to encourage you. Reward yourself. This is something that I tell my son all the time, both of our children, uh, my daughter and my son, that when you do something, don't give yourself like we, he was going to have a root beer float the other day. I was like, don't get, no, don't get the root beer float now. Wait until after you do your math homework and you worked really, really hard on this one thing and then get a root beer float. And so you reward yourself with little gifts and that, that motivates you to keep going. It's important to do that. And then of course, leave voice messages and text yourself. And then every Sunday, look at those so that you can keep moving forward. So go small for big productivity. And remember to go to allsmalltraining.com for a free workshop. You've got to check out this workshop because this workshop is going to help you so much. It's going to teach you my all small mindset on how to go small for big productivity in five areas, home, office, finances, health and wellness, and even your faith. Specifically those five areas, this workshop will actually give you practical advice on how to be able to understand the all small approach to productivity and what I've 
taught my clients and students for years on how to do this. So check it out, allsmalltraining.com. Remember, go small for big productivity. I'll see you next time. Bye.